0: Hypocrisy's the best policy Wish for change but lazily what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka 5-Minute Major, and welcome to HV Pucks Overtime. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. What separates me from the mainstream is that you do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is 100% free and available on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. HVPucks Overtime is sponsored by Atlas Admissions, an admissions consulting firm that specializes in working with motivated and passionate individuals who seek admission to undergraduate, medical school, and graduate programs. Whether you're in high school or ready to apply to graduate school, Atlas can help you to develop and optimize your application for admission through preparation for standardized testing, interviewing, and personal statement writing. Atlas admissions consultants have a proven track record of helping their clients obtain admission to top institutions across the country. Visit them today at www.atlasadmissions.com. Call them at area code 617-712-2261 or email them at info atlasadmissions.com for a free consultation and to find out how they can help you achieve your personal and professional goals. And by now, You know that one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. I recently had the opportunity to chat with Chris Graham, junior goaltender at New Fairfield Immaculate, and I'm bringing back special guest Stephen Finkel, former junior hockey player, for the first installment of 5 Minutes with Fink. Uh, We're going to talk about the art of the chirp. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on everybody? It's your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Chris Graham. Chris is a junior at uh, New Fairfield Immaculate uh, in Connecticut, and he's uh, taking a little bit of time out of his busy day to chat with me. How's it going, Chris? Thanks for coming on.
1: It's going good. Thanks for having
0: me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure. Um, Chris, what is your favorite thing about playing high school hockey? Uh,
1: Probably just playing in front of my friends and wearing a jersey that has a
0: true meaning to it okay yeah you know it's interesting i've talked to a number of players that let's say have graduated um and whether they're playing junior whether they're playing club you know they always talk about how and even players that are at the high level uh for travel they always talk about how you cannot replicate playing in front of friends family and community there's nothing like it as a matter of fact i was at suffering's home opener on Saturday, and when Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train comes on, doesn't matter that I'm in my late 40s, I'm instantly trans, you know, transported back into my high school days. You know, the crowds, you know, it's a packed yeah. barn. They get easily, you know, five, six hundred people at that rink. Um, it's crazy, it's crazy. Um, from your playing days, Chris, you know, who was your, who would you consider to be your biggest rival?
1: Uh, I've never really liked to play against John Jeremiah.
0: Okay, okay, those are two. Um, teams right now that are in section one i actually have maya pack as one of my dark horses um they actually cleaned up very nicely at the guy matthews tournament this past weekend i actually saw them score four goals within three minutes it was unbelievable and um and john jay too i, I know they graduate a lot of guys but they're a very well coached team and uh again you know as a goaltender you can appreciate this i'm a firm believer in building a team from the net out and as long as you've got solid goaltending you know you can you can do anything um yeah. out of all the players that you've played with or played against let's say who has the best flow uh
1: probably uh the girls from sns
0: <laughs> yeah i actually had all of them on that's a good answer um yeah. i had all of them on my show last season when i did a series on being a female hockey player and i remember you guys came up to uh Ice time, because I do the public address and the DJ for Monroe Ribeiro, I'm sure. I think you were there uh, yeah. last season. So, uh, yeah, that's absolutely a great answer. Um, as far as, you know, again, players that you've played with or played against, best cellie. Uh
1: Probably Brandon Lespino.
0: Nice. And uh, let's say you uh, happen to score a goal a la Martin Brodeur or Ron Hextall <laughs> as a goalie. Do you have a Selly in mind?
1: Uh, No. We'll just uh see what
0: happens. Okay, see what takes over you. Um, can you get a little bit into your pre-game routine? like how do you get yourself mentally prepared for a game ready to go out there and do battle?
1: Um, I'll usually uh listen to music, really won't talk to anyone okay and uh, after like after uh, the team warmups, I'll go do my own warmup, get focused, and I'll put my equipment on the same way.
0: Okay. So it has to go on the same way. No yeah. deviation. What about uh pre game meal? Is there a go to for you? Uh pasta or spaghetti. Okay, from a particular place or it can be from anywhere?
1: Anywhere really. Okay.
0: Um most embarrassing on ice moment. Uh, I was
1: <laughs> playing peewees at uh Brewster yeah. and uh the puck came into the zone. Yeah. Uh so I went to go one time and out. Yeah. And I missed it, and it ended up in the back
0: of the net. Oof. <laughs> At least that happened during Pee Wee's, though, and not yeah. during, like, you know, your your varsity days, Miller. let's say. Um, favorite pizza topping? Uh, pretty plain
1: guy. I really don't like anything on the
0: pizza. All right, so just cheese. What's the best pizza, in your opinion? Who has the best pizza in Westchester County? Uh, that's hard. Well, the other thing you would need to consider is the fact that, you know, you're in that, you know, that NFI area. I'm sure there's a Frank Pepe's nearby. That's supposed to be yeah. very good. Um, I've never had it. Um tra- 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 tra. where's the place to go, Chris, after a big dub to celebrate? Where do you like to go?
1: Uh probably a uh, cheap thing, go to McDonald's.
0: Okay. <laughs> Get something off the value meal. Yeah. All right. Listen, whatever works. Um Duncan versus Starbucks.
1: Uh, Probably
0: Duncan. Okay. Uh, Most embarrassing song on your playlist right now?
1: Uh, probably uh, "The Monster" by Eminem.
0: Okay. Mine is uh, "She Looks So Perfect" by Five Seconds of Summer. I'll admit I have that. It is a good song, but you know it's a little cheesy. Um, But it reminds me of the summer. It reminds me of the warm weather, which is definitely something we need right now. Um, Do you have a favorite sport? Do you have a favorite sport to play besides hockey?
1: No, one score guy.
0: Okay. Um, favorite professional player, past or uh, present? Mark
1: Andre Fleury.
0: Okay, I actually met him last year. Um, I was up in Buffalo, as you may know, following John Jay North Rockland up for states, and the Golden Knights were staying in the same hotel where we were because it's you know kind of connected to the Harbor Center, yeah. and uh, I was talking to. I want to say I was actually talking to the head coach, of John Jay, talking a little strategy, talking about how the game, and I dropped him like a hot potato as soon as I saw Mark andre Fleury. I'm like, <laughs> I'll be right back. And I ran. I took arguably the worst selfie on the planet. Half my face is cut off, half of his face is cut off, but it's still a selfie with the flower. So that's all that matters. Yeah. Favorite professional hockey team, Chris?
1: Uh, Got to go with the
0: Rangers. Okay. What are your thoughts on some of the changes that we've made you know, as far as you know, getting a new coaching staff and you know, kind of jettisoning some of the older guys and bring in some young kids like Hedel, Howden, Pionk. You know, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Definitely going in the right, uh, right way.
0: Yeah. What about and, and again, as a goaltender, I certainly defer to you because I've never played the game. What are you, and again, I know Henrik Lundqvist wants to win. He's a super competitive guy, but what's with him like smashing the stick and? getting all fired up. Like, how do you feel about that as a goaltender?
1: It's an emotional game position. Yeah. And Lundqvist and many other goalies are really like, they don't want to lose. They like
0: right. to win. Right. See, I just, I, and I get that. I just, to me, and again, I never played the game. I'll readily admit that. It just sometimes doesn't look like a good look no, to me. No, it doesn't
1: look like a good look. Right. You but know. sometimes a team can take it a good way.
0: Right, Okay. All right. I've been chatting with Chris Graham. Chris is a junior goaltender at New Fairfield Immaculate, um, and they they play at the Danbury Arena, which I understand Chris seats up to three thousand people. So that's going to be a very interesting experience once you do get you know onto the ice and we get get a packed barn on let's say a Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Um, so thank you again for taking the time out, and I hope to uh, be able to catch a game because I'm about an hour. From Dan Barry, right, you know, straight shot across 84. And I'll definitely follow you on, on uh, Twitter and on Instagram as well. All right. All right, this is your boy Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks Overtime. Thanks, Chris. This is Mike Sheparelli from Marinette Tigers. You're listening to HV Pucks, available free on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Steven Finkel, a.k.a. The Fink. Uh, you HV Pucks fans have heard him before uh, when I had him on as part of my interview with uh, St. Thomas Aquinas Hockey. Um, since being on, I don't want to take too much credit for this, Fink, but since being on the show, you have 13 goals and 6 assists for 19 points. So, you know, what happened between the time we spoke and now?
2: You know, I, I think it's, uh, you know, the work ethic that goes into the everyday, you know, fink life. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I've been eating a lot more right since getting back on track with
0: just, uh, you know, because summertime, it's time to party, you get right. a little weight, eat right. too much steak, so right. grind time's back, so I, I'm feeling a little bit faster on the ice. Nice, nice. And you know what? Stick taps out to you and the boys for going 3-0 in that uh, tournament out in, in Pennsylvania. And I think that now that you guys are at 500 with a record of six and six, I think brighter days are ahead, to be honest with you.
2: Absolutely. I mean, the, the credit goes out to, you know, every guy on the team because one, one guy didn't do it all. I mean, we we scored 30 total goals on the weekend, wow. 10 in each game. Wow. You know, so, so it was 100% a team effort. Sure. I think everybody has – Six or more points, so we're, we're not hurting in that category. It's, it's, it was a huge team bonding experience that I think the boys really needed to kind of get closer
0: to each other. Absolutely. But it was a great time, and... And we also won the tournament, which yep. was huge. It put us on the map, so Absolutely. Now you're not you know, you're not somebody that people can take lightly. I did see a picture of the team with Santa Claus, which looked like fun. And I did hear from at least one parent who will remain nameless about going out to dinner after the games and how everybody seemed to be in a good mood. Unfortunately, think with the high school hockey season in full effect, I don't believe I'll be getting to any stack games anytime soon. I know that there's Two games on the calendar, I want to say your opponents will be uh, Maritime and Stroudsburg, East Stroudsburg. Those are like the last two stack games I'm going to be able to get to. So it is what it is. It is what it is. So um, I enjoyed talking to you so much the last time you were on. I decided to put together something called Five Minutes with Think. So we've got these different topics. So I would love for you, because I know you're a very vocal guy on the ice. I would love for you to give me your thoughts on the art of the chirp
2: well i mean for some people it might be a little you know touchy subject for many on and off the ice but you know when i when i'm skating around i mean especially in juniors you know some coaches say you know don't don't chirp don't do that don't do that if we're up 10 nothing you know we've all been there right but uh the, the biggest thing for me is well, why don't you get the boys going with a nice, solid chirp at, you know, whether it's the other coach, assistant coach, the water boy. Right. It it doesn't matter who it is, you know. And it doesn't matter what point in the game it's said.
0: Right. And I know that uh, last time we spoke, you know, you have a connection to Sean Avery. I know you've been to his apartment. You've you've spoken with him. You consider him to be one of your idols. And he was probably one of the best chirpers out there, I would imagine.
2: Yeah, I've probably learned – some few lines that obviously I, I can't say on there sure, uh, sure, From him, uh, I've definitely heard some great stories, and you know we've spoke about mutual stories about Sean. Sure, and you know there there are certain times when to give a chirp and when not to. You know if you're beating up a team, fifteen nothing, right? You're on the winning side. You, you know that's when stupid stuff happens. That's sure. when guys start taking stupid penalties. And the the best thing you could do is just smile and wave. Right. You know, just give them a smile because that's gonna anger them more, and they're gonna take the stupid penalty. Right. Once you start chirping, and they start
0: chirping, then it gets personal. And that's that's not what the game's all about. Right. I was just gonna ask you. You know, you you touched on it in your previous answer as far as like the ground rules. In your opinion, Fink's. I know you play at the junior ranks. And again, you're a very vocal guy on the ice. I can hear you from the stands. Um, are there any like unwritten rules, or is there a code when it comes to chirping?
2: Uh, you know what? At, at the junior level, you know the the vets that have been in the league. Like, you know, I I, I was in the NA three for three years. So when when you when you become a vet, you don't that that's one thing you'll you'll notice. Uh, because I'm still getting a feel for the college, the way it works. But in juniors, you, you do not chirp the vets
0: hmm. because we'll, we'll either just drop the gloves and go <laughs> or or your feelings are going to be hurt and you'll be crying in the stands after the game. You know, speaking, so, speaking of that, not to cut you off, and I know you read Ice Capades. You know, Sean Avery, I think, was chirping at maybe Joe Sackick or somebody, and uh, he felt a big, meaty hand on his shoulder, and it was Brett Hull saying, don't you ever, you know, speak to Mr. Sackick that way again. So that's a perfect yeah. example of you know a young guy having to be put in his place. Um, as far as you're concerned, Fink, are there any topics that are off limits as far as chirping?
2: Uh, no. You, you know what? Every everything is fair game. I mean, no one no one goes into a game, you know, looking up stats or looking up, you know, oh, you know, hey, you know, hey, wh- which one is Chris's mom? Yeah, you, you know, you right. you just it, it's how the game transpires. I mean, in a two-two game, are you gonna chirp? No. no. You know, three-two game, you're up. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Sure. It
2: most of the chirps are coming when you're up a goal or two, or you're you're losing by a lot. So the
0: the the one of the best chirps I've heard this year. I'm just gonna run it past you, and I obviously I'm not gonna mention the schools because I don't want to embarrass anybody. But it was between the second and the third. And one, it was a lopsided game, and so as the opposing team is skating off the ice, fans in the stands said, "Hey, blankety blank, you are my blank safety school." <laughs> so that's that's that was good. That's just a
2: classic chirp. That was a classic
0: chirp. So uh,
2: I mean, you know, what? it's clean. It's obviously you're getting some dirty chirps. Yeah. Yep. You know? yep.
0: So, um,
2: but for the most part, uh. You know, just, just speaking from my few ga- my 12 games with Stack. Right. You know, I'm, I'm a heavier guy, right? So, obviously, some teams don't think I can move as fast as I can. Right. You know, I'm, I'm tied with Dougie for most goals on the team. Nice. I'm third uh, with points, only missing by like four or five. So, when, you know, first period, I take it a little easy because I got to pace myself. Right. And then... Second period comes along, all of a sudden, the other teams are chirping me. Oh, you why don't you go eat another burger? So Mm-mm. the way the way to take that and give it back is now. I don't like hamburgers, you know. I, I like I like a double cheeseburger with some bacon and a side <laughs> of fries. And they look at you with the most like, like,
0: like because you you just got in their mind, right? and you you just smile and they're like what right you flipped it on you flipped it on (laughs) yeah
2: yeah you flip it on them and and then they don't say anything for the rest of the game or you know as as i said i'm a bigger guy um i i hit a lot
1: right Uh,
2: there's only you know a handful of us on the team that does hit and you know i had one of the stevens guys come up to me and he goes honestly i didn't expect you to get past me and get a breakaway and get shot on goal. Right. Because of your size, but you know that so the the art of the chirp, that there, there's a lot of things that go into it, but it can either be very spontaneous or it could be a well thought out chirp. Right. Right. You know, there there's ones throughout all all sports. I mean, from baseball, or basketball, you know, Hands feet for you, you know, like just but but when you come up with a well written chirp that not a lot of people have heard, right? That's where you strike dominance in the league because then teams will start talking. I mean, right. and coaches will start talking and be like, Listen, this guy is gonna get under your skin with what he says on the ice, right? And it works. I mean, every time. After a goalie makes a save
0: on the other team, I'll be like, "Yeah, next one's going top glove." You know, um, speaking of that, and you you may have seen this. Remember, HBO used to do that twenty four seven documentary before the Winter Classic. I mean, it yeah, was. Yeah, I it loved was, them. Yep. Right, I loved them too. The Rangers were playing the Flyers, and there was a oh, young that was remember great that game. young great game. young scrappy you know Flyers forward, probably a fourth liner. And he's talking about how he's going to put his stick in the, guy, in the guy's mouth and he's going to run him. And Brad Richards looks at him and says, uh, is this your first day in the NHL? Must be like fantasy camp for you. That, that, was, that was awesome. I, yes. I remember that same exact thing. They're right, they're right in between the benches. Yep.
2: John Gino. I remember this. John Gino's right in between
0: the benches. Yeah. And they're just going at it. Right. But you know but, what? Because the one guy was cursing up a storm and Brad Richards just put him in his place. It was clean. It was quick. It was to the point. So, all right. But I, I forget who scored a goal. He, he didn't have many goals in the NHL. Oh, it was Mike Rupp. Uh, was it Mike Rupp? So, yes, yes. So, Mike Rupp scores a goal. He does the Yager salute. Yes. Everyone knows
2: what the <laughs> Yager salute is. You take your glove. You salute with your right hand. Yager, true legend of the game. Yes, absolutely. And Claude Giroux goes up to him in a face-off. He goes, you don't ever disrespect a player like that with the magnitude Of what he's done for this game, because you're just a complete joke and you're lucky to be on an NHL roster, (laughs) (laughs) which I thought was like, and, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't agree with it. Listen, I sell you
0: after every goal whether we're 10 right. nothing or we're losing 10-1. Right. I I I have yet to see a sellie from you Fink. so I got Actually that's not true. You know what? the last game I went to at Sportorama, the one that I met your mom at and your aunt, you did a sellie. But it almost to me looked like you were a little surprised cuz you just kind of hopped up to the glass. That was it. I was hoping for like the an arrow, like a Fortnite kind of thing, but and you know what? I- Not to get it was it was subtle. You know, we're down four nothing. Right. It's four one. I'll do the college jump into my class, You know, that that's always a classic Sally. Right.
2: My but I'm surprised you're having me talk about the art of the trick because you you
0: sat next to my mom. You know where I was going to say.
2: Uh, so obviously you know where <laughs> I got
0: it from. <laughs> I, I, if you remember when you were coming off the ice, I said, "Listen, I'm not going to have you on. I'm going to have your mom on." I instead. do remember that. Because, yeah, you grabbed me a yeah, You are like, I'm going to have your mom on. Sorry. And uh, and you touched on a little bit, but the next topic that we're going to have you on next time will be um, the art of the celly and and how much thought goes into that. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've been chatting with Stephen Finkel, aka the Fink. Um, he is, you know, dare I say, the heartbeat of that stack squad. Um, definitely somebody that gets the boys going. Um, you know, whether you know whether, whether it's a joke, whether it's a chirp, whether it's you know taking somebody into the boards, you know, scoring, uh, he does it all. So, Fink, thank you so much for taking the time out, and uh, I'll have you back on before you know it. Yeah,
2: definitely. Thank you for having me on the show.
0: I appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. This is your boy Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks. Then this was five minutes with Fink.
1: Uh hello there. Uh, this is uh, Happy Gilmore and uh, you're listening to the HV Pucks podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud
0: and Stitcher. Now back to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode of HV Pucks overtime. And if there are any topics you'd like me to address or guests you'd like to hear from, please tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. You can also find me on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink.